welcome to today's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Today we have up-and-coming actress uh, Crystal Gorski. Crystal, tell us about yourself. I'm an up-and-coming actress. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I have as much info as you do. Uh, <laughs> I've been uh, I've been in the industry since 2021. I, I actually did a few movies when I was younger, and I kind of took a break and did like you know the business, the family, the job, all that stuff. Um, and then I decided to go back to it. So. Just uh, working a lot lately in the horror genre. I've, I'm really loving being killed, and I would like to kill some people. So I'm kind of focusing on that. But I just love to create and, and work with other creatives and collaborate on things. And it's just, it's a blast. It's funny because I was looking at your IMDb page, and you had a busy 2022. And it looks like you're going to have a busy 2023. Yeah. Probably into 2024 with that list of movies. <laughs> Yes, I'm. I'm very blessed and very grateful. Absolutely. So, um, so how you, you? I see you did a couple movies early on, and then you said you took time off for family and stuff like that. What made you get back to to, to movies? That's always the the interesting story. I I got um, breast cancer in 2019, and um, going through treatment. You know, I'm not going to get like too far into it, but going through treatment, um, you think about like all the things you haven't done, and you kind of like evaluate your life up until that point. And when you don't know if you're going to make it or not, you like think about, well, if I did have a second chance, what would I do with it? And um, after I recovered, I decided that was it. I'm just going to close the business, stop doing what I was doing with that. And I'm going to do what I've always wanted to do, which is make uh, films and, and shows and just work, you know, work in the industry in general. I love being in front of the camera, but I also really like being behind the camera too. So anywhere that I can help on set, like, I just, I'd like to be a team player and I like to be creative and collaborate, but um, that's kind of, you know, how I got into it. I uh, recovered, was good enough to like start doing normal people things again, I guess you could say. And um, I took an acting class, got some headshots, booked my first project all within two months. And then it, that's like history. So. Cool. Well, congratulations on Thank beating you. cancer and 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 coming out good on the other side and yeah, thank uh, you that is awesome um so it's, it's a different life like it, it really is it's like i don't know not not like being reborn but like nothing is the same like your body's not the same your mindset's not the same you know you're really like every single day i look at as such a precious thing now or before it was like oh yeah this you know this day sucks or whatever like no way i woke up this morning i don't care if i pulled my back out rolling out of bed like it's gonna be a good day you know what i'm saying like we're here we're breathing uh we're above ground all that good stuff um and there's always opportunity in every single day so yeah because uh you know i'm like i said i was looking at you you are just got a mound of movies that you're currently working on yeah and um now you said you walked away from your normal job to embrace acting full-time yeah can, can i ask what you did before you yeah i was i was in it before so actually um had a business that we owned since 2014 and um recycling companies have a bunch of assets laptops computers um buy buy those in bulk refurbish them resell them um custom build different desktop pcs gaming pcs things like that so i did that for a while and then i worked um help desk and desktop support for a while as well so it's so boring i hate it i hate it yeah. <laughs> i could take your computer apart and put it back together i can see your gaming chair so i know you have some games on the computer in front of you i could probably take apart your computer and put it back together with one hand I, ironically enough, this computer 
has I think one game on it. It's my kids. Uh, <laughs> okay. my, my gaming chair. Do what? Is yeah, it yeah, probably. It's, I believe yeah. it's Roblox. <laughs> he, uh, I, I'm a console guy. When I do get the chance to play video games, I always play on consoles. I, I okay. Never got into computers. For That's your jam. I I love consoles too. Like I I have I own all of them. Um, so yeah, I could go back and play regular Nintendo. I even have Sega Master System, not to date myself or anything, but I mean, you go way back. Hey, did you ever play Alex the Kid High Tech World? Yeah. Literally the hardest game ever. So I, and I'll tell you, so we didn't have the internet back in the day, right? We're not going to say when this was, but you know, 10 years ago, you know, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have the Game Informer walkthrough like that. That didn't exist yet at EB Games. Yep. Um, you know, so like, I'm playing Alex the Kid, and I could never find that last piece of the map. I could never get out of the house, like, ever. So fast forward to when the internet comes out, you know, and I'm like, that's it. I'm going to beat this game. So I looked up the walkthrough. I find the last piece of the map. I was so excited. I'm, like, going to the arcade, you know, because that's, oh, I'm, like, shaking everything. Going to the arcade, I was so excited. I walk out of the house, and bam, a ninja kills me. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I still haven't beat that game till this day. It's ridiculous. Well, it's, uh, um, <laughs> what was the, the little comic? It says, uh, I told my kid if they beat this game, I would buy them a PS4, and it's the it's the Turtles game, the original Turtles game for the yeah. Nintendo. It's horrible. They they don't make them like they used to. They just don't. No, and and uh, I literally, that's one of my businesses. I, I have a comic book slash video game store. Okay. And, um. Some of these games were meant to be super hard because parents complained that video games were too easy and that their kids were buying these $60 games in the early 90s, beating them in, in one, one day. day. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> mine is the one that I loved that is stupid hard was the Silver Surfer game for the original Nintendo that yes. you can't touch the side. You got to go right down the middle. Anytime you hit, go all the way back to the beginning. And it it's so touchy. Literally just one little touch the wrong way and you're gone. Like you can't. <laughs> it's horrible. Kids um, don't understand. Like they drive around in cars, like running people over and stuff. No, you had to get in the car and you had to stay in the lane. or And that was it. You start at the beginning again. There was no like, no save, nothing like that. Like, nope. oh gosh. There were no sandbox games. You couldn't just roam around and, and go wherever you wanted to go. No, no. The closest thing was like Zelda. You know, you kind of got to, you know, go through the, the world. But yeah, no, you don't have what you have now. No, nope. Absolutely. Bad, no. <laughs> What's real funny is, is that people will come in. They're like, I found it at Super Nintendo, my parents' house. And they'll come in and they'll buy a ton of games. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then like a few weeks later, they come back in to sell it to me because they're like, I just remember this being more fun. I'm like, then you're not playing the right <laughs> games. They're still fun. There's, they are fun. They just don't get it. Nope. Yeah, no, there's there's too many good games. I can't even, I mean, Super Ghouls and Ghosts was a lot of fun. That was one of my favorites for talking super. Yeah, like it's just way too many good games. My, my favorite game is I finally got it. It's back there. I got the arcade one up on it. Uh, was the old school Star Wars arcade game. Where the, I never the played that. Fighter. Got it. I I love that thing. I still I, every once in a while I'll go over there and I'll start playing it. Next thing you know, it's like two hours later. <laughs> yeah, you have any idea how many hours we wasted? And you know, I'm gonna go back. You said in the 90s they made games so like you could beat them in a day. You know why they did that, right? They did that because of places like Hollywood Video and Blockbuster. So you could go and rent a game, 
-hmm. And in three days you could beat it and then you could bring it back and you could get another game. It was all like a money thing, right? Oh yeah. As yeah. as a as a former manager at a Hollywood video, I know that <laughs> where we treat the customers like the stars. You were for Hollywood my first job. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> my first job. <laughs> I, I I managed one for well, assistant manager for like five years somewhere in that ballpark, and yeah. uh, some of the most fun I ever had, and some of the worst times I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was fun. I was there when we um, converted from VHS to DVD, like, so we had half and half on the wall. Yep. Um, and then they didn't give me the promotion. They gave another girl the promotion. And I was like, well, psh, I'll just go to Blockbuster then. And they paid me twice as much. I mean, I was making five twenty-five over at Hollywood and they paid me, um, I think it was $10 an hour over at, you know, Blockbuster. I'm like, okay. So I stayed with them off and on until they closed. Well, I worked at Hollywood Video until I realized that we were the lowest paid video store chain in the nation. And yep. I'd stopped caring at a certain point. <laughs> I was still showing up for work, working my shift, doing all that <laughs> stuff, but I didn't care about anything. <laughs> I let my employees get away with murder in that store. Yeah. I mean, really, I think that's how it was in all of them, you know, and uh, Video stores, I mean, they were they were doomed to begin with with streaming, right? But like back then, when when Hollywood was like a thing, like it was still a thing. Like it was busy. You remember how busy oh, it was? Oh, yeah. like, like that was the place to go. I remember because it was Tuesday was new new releases. Yep. Every Tuesday you're packed, and then every Friday and Saturday you're packed. Yeah, and you're playing the new Star Wars movie up on the you know whatever. Like you're yep. you're just kind of rocking it out. You're popping popcorn for the kids and. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Well, shrink wrapping all the stuff you're pulling. Yeah, <laughs> the shrink wrap machine with the gun. <laughs> heat, it. heat it up, <laughs> seal everything back up. Oh, well, oh what's, gosh. What's really bad was was um, we were the store I had was the last ninety nine cent store in the nation. Oh gosh. And I remember the day I was like, we need to start putting up ads telling everybody that this ends at the end of the month if not we're gonna have irate people and yeah. i remember that first day because they didn't put nothing up they wouldn't let me put nothing up and this guy comes up and he hands me the stack of movies on a tuesday and i'm like that's uh i don't know what was it like 36 dollars he's like this should have been 10 i'm like look at all the sign it says we're up. price yeah and people throw stuff at you I don't want this Oh, over the over the price range. <laughs> like I just, there were crazy people. I, I got hit a couple stalkers. Like they would follow, they would follow me to other stores. Like if I wouldn't work one store, I was working the other. They would like go from store to store. So I'd have like one store call me and be like, "Oh yeah, so and so was just here." I'm like, "Oh shit, they're coming over here now." You know, like, part of my friends. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, people. I, it, it was what you did when you were bored on Friday, yeah, Saturday you, night. You could you know? just go hang out at the video store yeah. and chit chat. So we had. People. What was that? There was like hopscotch and all types of stuff on the carpet, like in the kids area. So you could just go play at the table and like draw crayons, like whatever, like whatever you want. What was real good was uh, I knew a guy and this is going to be bad because this is horrible. Um, he worked at the first run theater. So he would take his laptop in and jack it into the, the projector 
and he would record first run movies and he'd have them for me that weekend. Oh, wow. So when the movie dropped on Friday, I had it on Saturday. And uh, it was X-Men 2 had just came out. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, whatever, it's a slow day. I put the tape in. We're watching it at the store. And this guy walks in, he stares and he looks down at me and he looks up the TV and he stands there for about another 10 minutes. And he looks down at me and he goes, is that X-Men? I went, nah, it's X-Men 2. He's that, that's out in theaters, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he's, can I rent that? I'm like, no, no, you can't rent no. that. <laughs> Wait, it's not available. He's like, he's like, how did you get that? I'm like, I have people. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. The great thing is, I mean, back with VHS, they used, we used to get like stuff that hadn't come out yet. It was like four weeks before it was going to come out. We could bring it home and stuff. Like, yep. it was so cool. I don't know. I'm such a nerd. Whatever. It's 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 kind of it's kind of nice to be able to talk to people about how everybody remembers Blockbuster. No one remembers. Yeah. No, I just that's where I learned my customer service. I you know, and I will never forget the motto where we treat the customers like the stars. You know, it was on the door, yep. like it just with <laughs> a big old star. You had to wear the stupid tags. It was not. It wasn't Shifley. It was a mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, wasn't managers. I can't remember what it was, but it was like. Hollywood related and stuff like it got off something of like shoes. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, fun, though. so, Oh yeah, <laughs> def definitely fun. I, I've, <laughs> I met so many people there and, uh, it, it, uh, it was fun. I got to meet good people. I also got to meet a bunch of jerks, but that's the nature of the business. That's, that's, that's just the nature of the world. I think right now there's a little bit of everything, but you know, we surround ourselves with the positive people and keep those oh, negative people there. That, that's right. <laughs> so. I, I, I've, I've got one of the most positive people I've ever met. My wife. I don't, I don't know how she does it. <laughs> I love that. I'm, I'm all grumpy and old and she's just like, well, it, you know, things would get better. I'm like, are you sure? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they have to. <laughs> Everything yeah, is temporary. Oh yeah. She, let she's let the emotions that... flow through. Mm-hmm. She, she's one of the people, well, it's going to get better. It's got to get better. I'm like, does it? Does it? <laughs> does it really? <laughs> and she'll say it when, like, the catastrophe is happening, too. It's, like, full-blown going, and you're like, it's never going to get better. It's it's bad because, you know, we've, we've been broke, and I've been super poor and everything else like that, and she's always... I'm an actor. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we... we pretty much lost everything at one point we've been able to build everything back up and now we live pretty well and and she's like see i told you it would work out i'm like what's like 10 years of suffering <laughs> to get to the point where you're at now <laughs> but she wasn't lying she told nope. you you didn't nope she got me where i needed knew it. to be so yep. yeah but uh so i I, so I got funny. i gotta ask though here okay okay with 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 getting back into acting full-time did you have any like pushback from family and stuff like that? Like, are you? No. Yeah. 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 That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so there's there's a lot of support, but there's definitely um, you know, there's there's a lot a lot of uh, I guess not as much support. Let's just say because I don't want to say anything negative. <laughs> so. Oh. Believe me, I, 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 I hate to say this, but I, I love 
when I walked away from a full-time job to run my business full-time, everybody's like, oh, you're going to lose everything. You're going to lose everything. And I'm like, it's the best paying job I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. And now I just love telling people, like, my parents will be around. I'm like, ah, oh, I only made X amount of money this week. It's just, uh, and I just kind of <laughs> try to <laughs> jerk about it. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's 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 kind of fine. It's fun to be able to push back on stuff after you've been buried underneath it for a while. You finally, like, yeah. Mm. No, so, I completely agree. That's how I felt about the business. Um, you know, like literally took a twelve hundred dollar tax return, and then the ten ninety nine from February till December was one hundred twenty five thousand just in my eBay store. So like that's yeah, it was it was really good. So we just kind of kept going with it, you know. So. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I gotta say, how hard is it to walk away from that kind of money to go into acting full time? Well, the, interestingly enough, so I told you about the cancer. So I stopped mm -hmm. doing the business while I was in treatment. And then I was still um, doing my radiation every day at the hospital when COVID happened. Ooh. And um, yeah, so there were COVID patients in the hospital where I was getting radiation and I had no immune system because I had had chemo for, um, you know, five months or whatever it was. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, at that point, like the whole economy just went to, to crap um, and everybody's, nobody was recycling assets. So even after I recovered enough to start the business again or to like start going with it, it was really hard to find any assets to buy at a, a, a price that would give me a good ROI. So it was really kind of dead at that point anyways. So um, just kind of a lot of reevaluating, like, do I want to, you know, jump back into this and you know, make a lot less money than before. And, you know, I don't even know if it would have been enough money, you know, because who knows, just like everything changed so drastically with the pandemic. Oh, yeah. So yeah. And then people didn't have money, you know, everybody used all their stimulus stuff and then everything went up in price. And now it's like, you know, so, you know, everybody knows the economy. Is oh, just yeah. Gonna work so yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of then, well, what do I want to do? So I did get a job in IT working for another company just doing like help desk and um, that was from home and it was good money. I mean, IT is always good money. I just, I can't sit in a chair all day. Like I would, I would quite rather like go pick up trash off the side of the road and turn it in for 10 cents a piece. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't want to sit still in a chair. It's not, it's not for me. Um, so I did that just so I could buy the house that I have, quit that job and went back to acting full time. <laughs> so I mean, Yeah. Now I have to go find a part-time job. So if anybody's hiring when they see this, I'd I, I need a flexible part-time job. <laughs> and you're, you're you're in Florida, correct? I am, yeah. So if anybody has any jobs in Florida, look up <laughs> or work at home, work at home stuff. Work I have home. a I'm almost finished with a degree in marketing, and then I have my my degree in IT, um, and then I actually almost finished a, an entire degree in meteorology as well. I just couldn't get the math down. You're, you're gonna be you're, you're gonna be the you're gonna be on the the uh, the weather woman to be out there telling people about the precipitation. I mean, I would totally do it. So, but you need you need a degree in broadcasting for that, and I don't have that. I thought about it. So, but every time, I'm, okay. So every time since I was younger, my parents took me into like a Barnes and Noble or something like that when I was younger, and I was probably like five, you know, four or five. I was really young, and I went into the store, and here's all these fun books and you know, Curious George and all that that stuff. And I see this National Geographic book with a tornado on the cover. And that's the one that I gravitated to. And that's the one that I didn't put down the whole time. And that's the one that I brought home. Um, and I've always just had this obsession with weather. And I don't want to be a weather girl. I don't want to say it's going to be cloudy today over in Bluff. 
I, I don't care about that. I want to be in the car chasing the storm. I want to put the probes in front of the storm. I want to be able to know why the storm is doing what it's doing. I want to be able to collect data to figure out if we can make you know alarms faster. Like, can we warn people faster? Like, that's what I want to be doing the research. So if you look at like Reed Timmer or um, Russ has sold Tim Samaras, like people like that, they they made such a big impact on the on the industry in general, and they've they've quite literally saved hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of lives. So I think that would have been like something really good to do with that degree. But I mean, analytical geometry with trig tri trigonometry with analytical geometry. I can't. I don't even know what it was. I was like, wait, hold on. First of all, we take numbers and we put letters with them. Okay, that's kind of confusing. Now let's take and put some symbols with those letters and those numbers, but it's going to equal just a number. And then we're going to take and let's graph this onto this thing. And let's not know how, because who knows how to do that. Like, I don't know, just I look at it. I just can't figure it out. There's something about math that I just I can't do it. I can't do it. You put the alphabet in there. You put these weird symbols and I'm just done. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Anyways, don't post that. That was <laughs> I can edit that out. Um, oh gosh! Hey, no, it was funny. You can post it. I'm kidding. Yeah, but you know, it, it's something you were passionate about. I mean, even yeah. being from a kid to get into weather like that. I mean, you know, I was fascinated by the weather, but it's always like, oh, look at it outside. Yeah. Instead of the, <laughs> uh, it's just it's so it's so cool, it's so unique. And now the ocean amazes me. Like I didn't see the ocean until I think it was. Like 2018 was the first time I ever saw the ocean. I was always just stuck up in Illinois. So when we came down to Florida and I saw the ocean, I was just like amazed. I just sat and listened to it and listened to it. And it's so powerful. I don't think we really know how powerful it really is. Like, it, I don't know. Just amazing. Anyways. And, well, you know, the ocean, we know more what about Mars than we know about the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, and it's incredible. I, I was able last year, I got to take my wife, well, my wife, we went to a, a horror movie convention in Virginia and she was like, I'm going to the ocean. So she got in the car, drove the 30 minutes further past the convention to the ocean. <laughs> and she's like, you've been here. And I was like, yeah, I've been there. She goes, well, I've never been here. So I need to go. It's time. You got to see it. Yeah. I don't blame her. Oh yeah, she 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 walked out. She's she's got a bottle upstairs of the ocean. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, the ocean is beautiful. I think that's like that's my happy place. So it's, yeah, it's it's beautiful and scary at yeah. the exact same time. Yeah, because it's the that you know you look down and it's like how far is it? <laughs> What's underneath me? You don't like know. Like Moana says, how far, how far does it go? You know, like we don't know. It's, it's far. Sorry. <laughs> so, I did out the Disney reference. Okay. <laughs> so, so you're fascinated with those. Do you, have you yeah. ever, you, now you've got to get into one of them, uh, the, the uh, ocean based horror movies where you fight like the sea monster or something. That would be cool. If anyone's casting for one, let me know. <laughs> There's a, it was that whole was it brief period of time on a uh, uh, sci-fi channel with all the independent uh, sea creature movies. Funded out. That yeah, show. there was everything was a, a a NATO for a while, and then everything was sea creatures. So it's like there seems to be these you know patterns. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, 
That would have to be like what um, PCP shark or something. You'd have to do like. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Because well, we got we got uh, cocaine. Bear. I know there's a bunch of them. There's meth gator coming out. There's crackcoon coming out. Crackcoon. I gave money to Crackoon because uh, three people I know are in that movie. So, oh, really? Okay, yeah. that's uh, cool. I, I believe Angel is going to be in that movie too. That you're going to be that's awesome in later. Um, but yeah, there's. I was just talking to another director, and he did a Shark Exorcist, and I was like, "Why wasn't it the Shark Exorcist?" Because I think Shark Exorcist. <laughs> He said, then he had to give me this whole, like, like uh, analytics reason why, well, on the DVD case, it has to look a certain way. And I'm like, okay, you put, there's a lot into this that I didn't take into consideration. So. Uh, That's so funny. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so with acting and, and now you're, you're got, like I said, you've got a whole bunch of movies coming up. Um, yeah. And you're portraying, you're returning characters in a couple of them. Uh, you're doing. You that. noticed, okay? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, you're doing the Halloween fan film, and then you're. Oh, I just lost it. My stupid phone. <laughs> uh, the Junior Squad returns. Yeah. You're yeah. So. Western. And then there's going to be Harlow's Haunt too, as well. That one is it doesn't have an IMDb yet. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So, so, yeah, and, uh, people must like working with me again. You know, I must not be that. <laughs> we, I, 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 I just met you, and you're you're so damn friendly. It's, it's, <laughs> Thanks. And and that plays a lot. If you got a good, friendly personality, you know, you can act. You know, you're pleasant on the, on on set and stuff like that. That really builds up, and you can. People will tell you, you know, that director go, hey, that girl's really good. She's no, no, not doesn't bring any drama to the set. You're just. Yes, please. No drama. <laughs> as, as, as I tell everybody, and, and I don't want to give because because I'm, I'm guessing, given the fact that we talking about the Sega Master System and stuff like that, maybe close to the same age, but I'm not. Gonna yeah, 27, 28. You know, I'll be thirty in a couple of days now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll celebrate big three zero. Yeah, <laughs> um, but but getting somebody older on the set that isn't, you know, that has a level of maturity that you know doesn't bring, you know, bad boyfriend, bad girlfriend uh, drama with them. Yep. Um, you know, some people, you know, oh well, you know, I'm leaving my kids back you know, home, so I got to shoot this and I got to be back, you know, whatever. When you get older, that kind of goes away. Not necessarily so much with if you have kids, but I don't know. It's yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, I think just the, the set ethics alone, like I've seen, you know, and it, I've seen people of all ages actually just be horrible on set. You know, like they say quiet on set and you're still crinkling wrappers or talking. It's like, that's the kind of stuff that I, I don't have patience for. Like you're wasting everybody's time. Time is precious on a set. It is, it's precious because yeah. we have a shot list and we have to get through those shots. And the, the light is, is changing. You know, we don't, you, you can't go past a certain time. You know, then are, are the light guys sitting there trying to figure out how to make this look. 
it just, yeah, that's no patience for it. And I've seen all different ages, you know? So really, I think just knowing, just, just bringing respect with you, you know, that's the big thing, like respect those around you. And do you know who Pollyanna McIntosh is? Name sounds familiar. But so have you seen The Walking Dead? Yeah. She's Jadis, the garbage people. She's also in Vikings Valhalla. Okay. Okay, you're like, I still don't put... Look her up I, real I, quick I, on your phone. You need yeah. to know who she is before I continue. Okay, hold on a second here. Tell story. Okay. So, no, she's amazing. Here, I can even look her up if you can't do it fast. Let's see. Um, well, either way, so while you're looking her up, I was on Instagram when I first started taking acting classes, and um, she's been in so many of the shows that I wanted to be in. Like, I really wanted to be in The Walking Dead. So when Walking Dead ended and I cried, I was like, okay, well, I'll be in Fear of the Walking Dead. It's fine. And then they announced Fear of the Walking Dead was ending. So I cried there too, but now they have like six or seven spinoffs. So I'll be in something, The Walking Dead, eventually. Um, anyway, so she had posted some behind the scenes stuff for, from uh, Vikings Valhalla. And I went on to her Instagram post and I was like, you know, your, your career is very inspiring to me. Like a lot of the, the shows that you work on, I love these characters that you're portraying. Would you give any advice to new actors trying to start out in the industry? But because she's not going to answer that. She's got thousands of people, you know, putting comments on there. And she did. She answered. And she was like, you know what? Just be a good human being. Treat people with respect. Show up and do your job. She's like, but just be a good fucking human being is what she said. Part of my French again. But, and she was pretty clear about it. You know, I'm like, well, that makes sense. Like, be, you can't train a personality. Oh, yeah. That's the only, you can you can train someone to act like usually actors they they know how to act at least a little bit before they have training right but you can't train someone not to be you know disrespectful or that you know like so it's huge but anyways okay that was my my story okay well yep i i recognize her now she was yeah. also in the chilling adventures of sabrina she was the metatron yes yeah, she's amazing, isn't she yes she she's is. been a little bit everything i i yeah. met her too at the walker stalker con back in like 2016, 2017, I think, too. And she's just a cool woman. Yeah. She's really yeah. down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was the, the, okay. Yeah. She was the woman in The Woman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I definitely know who she is now. Yeah. yeah I, had, I had to go back far enough. So, <laughs> yeah. Your, 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 your whole thing is you want to be on walking in, in a walking dead. My whole thing is, is that I, I would, I would die to be in anything Star Wars. I would. Be. Okay. <laughs> Anything. So. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because me and my son watch the new Star Wars TV shows every Wednesday. And I was like, that'd be my luck. And he goes, what? I was like, I finally get to be in a Star Wars movie. And I'm this random guy in the background of like a city <laughs> thing. So I wouldn't even be like a cool costume. I'd have like a really ugly robe or something. <laughs> so, oh my like, gosh. That's too funny. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be background. I want to either kill someone or be killed in The Walking Dead. So, or turn me into a zombie. I don't care. Let, let me like mouth off to somebody and then get bit by a, a walker. Like, I don't care. It's just anything. But, but, well, I'd rather be like a Madison Clark. Like, have you seen Fear the Walking Dead? Nope. I, I love the Madison Clark character. She's just a strong female character. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's a badass. She doesn't take shit from anybody. Like, it just. Yeah, that's the kind of character. And it's interesting because the um, the movie that I'm, I'm doing with Aaron Hawkins and Ikeem Bozeman, it's called Doomsday. And that movie is actually a very strong female character, ex-military. So I'm going to be able to really portray a very strong female character in there. And it is an apocalyptic movie. So I'm like, okay, 
it's, it's, it's really close to like that, but it's the kind of character that I've been wanting to play and wanting to build. So I'm really excited. I've been working on that character um, and kind of just, you know, visualizing her and thinking like her to kind of see where I'm going to bring it. So, yeah. yeah. Now, do you find it hard to like, if, if you're reading and you, you find a character that you really feel for that you can get into the role like that. And then there's just other people that it just really got to push to get into the role. So you're, you're saying like roles that I, do I have a harder time getting into one role than another? Or, or, you know, you, you, you go in, you know, with the passion to act mm -hmm. in every role, but yet there's always that, that one role that you just like, eh, okay. You know, you're just, <laughs> Not yet, no. So yet. that that actually hasn't happened yet. Um, I think commercials are the for me. Um, like, and Florida's a commercial market, and I've only booked one commercial, the Cricket Wireless commercial, and they actually flew me to LA. So it wasn't even a Florida commercial that I booked. Um, but I have a really hard time with like commercial auditions. I probably need some workshops. I hope my agent doesn't watch this. Um, I probably need some more workshops because I've auditioned for a ton of commercials. I just never get cast in them. So I don't know if I'm not smiley enough or, or really, I, I'm not sure. Cause I look pretty smiley. Right. I, I, you, you, I have, you have a good grin. You have, you know, <laughs> a, a good set of, of white teeth. You, you, yeah. You, you, I mean, I still have Invisalign. They're almost completely straight, but they weren't before. <clears throat> Excuse me. Frog. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe that's why, maybe it's cause the chompers aren't perfect. I'm not sure. I well. Either way, eventually, you know, I, I like doing commercials. The commercial was a lot of fun. Agora Hills, California is amazing. It's beautiful. I was in the mountains shooting the commercial. I had my hair done, hair and makeup done by um, Tanya. And she's done hair and makeup for like red carpet events for like BET and a bunch of big stuff. She just did Daniel Gillies makeup on set. You know who Daniel Gillies is from the Vampire Diaries? He plays Elijah. Okay. The originals. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, I don't, but we'll say, okay. Yeah, okay, well, either way, um, he's he's hot. But, you know, he's just, he's a good actor. He's a really good actor. Um, so, I mean, she just, she does makeup for everybody. So I got to have my hair and makeup done, and I was in this beautiful thing. So, yeah, I love commercials, and I just love being on set. But I tend to not book them very often. So, and with commercials, I feel like you're not really playing a role. They're looking for mom, or they're looking for cancer survivor, or they're looking for, you know, T-Mobile customer or whatever. And you just have to be that. And I've already been with most of these things, right? So it's not like I'm even pretending, but maybe they're just looking for something different, you know? Eventually yeah. they'll hurt me, I guess. But that's where I have the hardest time. As far as like theatrical roles, I feel, I, I love all types of roles. I like roles that get me very emotional because um, I can go from, from zero to a hundred very quick. And what I'm working on with my coach is how to tone the hundred back down. So to go from zero to 50 to a hundred, back to 70 and then down to 30. Um, cause I can go from one to the other or the other to the other, like really quick. Right. So like in between, so I'd really like to really challenge me to like work on embracing, um, you know, the roller coaster of emotions. So, yeah. 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 Well, heck, I, I mean, hope that answered it. Yeah, <laughs> you answered it. Okay. it it's, I, I know that, that it, it's funny. Cause I, I've, I've said this, I have friends that, that make, uh, a lot of local indie guys and i always joke around with them I was like i'm getting too old to be in movies and they're like i they're they're like well i can't be the hero of the movie i can't be the 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 i, I told my one friend because he was uh casting for um 
he was doing a Carrie fan film and you would be able to be in the prom. And I was like, I would be in the prom. I was like, I'm going to explain why that guy right there <laughs> is at the prom. Is at the high school prom. And he goes, we would just make you the shop teacher or something. To keep you <laughs> You're a chaperone. Security. I'm a chaperone. Yeah. I was like, man, I was like, and, and uh, at one point, I was going to be a reoccurring character because I wanted to be the guy that told the kids that they were all going to die out there. And so I was going to be the guy at the gas station every time the kids come through the area. That, that would was... be funny. Yeah, I love that. That would be so funny. And he's like, why would you want to? I was like, because that would be hilarious. Because then you can link all your movies together by the one gas station and the one guy that works there. Yeah. So... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then and then the time they decide to film and they're like can you be here and i was like no i'll be out of state man i got a comic book convention to do or something i had in my real work and not the the little side work i can do so uh, oh my gosh now with uh your your current roles is it are you staying in florida because you are you move are you going out of state to film yeah so um my schedule right now currently in june i'm going to be going to um georgia to film the woodman and um then let's see what's after that so unseen is going to film hopefully sometime um between like september and december and that'll be in canada so i'm i'm so excited like so excited to go up to canada um, and uh, we just announced that Felissa Rose is going to be in the film as well. And I met Felissa a few weeks ago. We're going to get off topic again here. It's like Pretty Butterfly. Um, I met Felissa like three or four weeks ago in the New Jersey con. And um, I, you know, I had told her she's, I have a vision board. It's actually on my, my wall up there. And I always add to it different names that I want to work with, different shows that I want to work on, different things that, that I want to do this year. Um, and then I carry it over if I don't finish to next year and put it on a new board. And her name was on my board because um, I grew, I mean, I watched Sleepaway Camp when I was younger. Like, who doesn't know who Felissa is, right? And her energy is unmatched. Like, I don't know if you've ever met her in, in real, like, have you ever met her before? I have not met her yet. I I know personally people who've worked with her yeah. and they're like, she's a blast. You need to work. Yeah. I was like, I would love to work with her. I, yes. I, my goal is to get her on the show eventually or, I don't know, appear in a movie down the road. <laughs> yeah. No, she's she's really incredible. So her energy, like, I have pretty good energy. And her energy is like, whoa, like, just amplify, like, all of the positive energy that you could find, amplify that, and she just radiates it. So to have her on set is going to be amazing. I can't wait. So I'm super excited. That's cool. That is Yeah. Cool. And, so, and yeah, I that'll be in Canada. So we're going to go to Canada for that. And then um, The Annihilator, which is a mini series that I'm going to be doing next year. That's going to be, I think that's in Tennessee. So I'll be in Tennessee for that one. And then I have a couple conventions that I'm going to be doing coming up. So Spooky Empire is in Orlando. So that's here. I'm going to go back to the New Jersey Con in, um, in August. And then Monster Mania again, I think in October, I think is Monster Mania, September, October. So I'll be at all of those, um, just kind of networking and stuff. And um I recently met the Levy brothers and they're just incredible. Um, I have my fuzz on the lens uh, wristband right in the bathroom. I keep it with like my stuff. Um, but yeah, just super, super cool guys. There's, they love what they do. They're so passionate for this industry and just being around them just inspires me and motivates me even harder to continue working harder because when you see what they did with, you know, with terrifier, terrifier Two, And um, 
I mean, we were all watching, and I've talked about this on other podcasts, but every indie filmmaker, every indie horror filmmaker, anyways, was watching this happen. Like, we were watching Terrifier 2 go from, you know, well, it's an indie film that's that's a low budget. I guess it's kind of like a medium budget for an, for an indie film. Yeah. Um, you know, go into a theater and then just blow up. And I mean, how insane and how inspiring is that to be, like, watching, you know, like, it's incredible. But yeah, so all those guys are really cool. Um, Phil Falcone is just a really cool dude too. So it's such a pleasure to meet all these people the past um, month. And my friend Doug is the one who's been, um, you know, taking me to these conventions and introducing me to everybody. And David Howard Thornton, let's not even, have you met him yet? David he, Howard Thornton? No. Yeah. Art the Clown? Oh, come on. I, so he's He was, I've, I've been in the same room with him. Yeah. And I was talking to uh uh, uh oh, who was I talking to um Mark DeCasas um from uh John Wick and stuff like that I was okay. talking to him and yeah. those guys were right there and when when we were done there I went to go over there but they had left to go do a panel yeah so and then by the time because they 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 were at Horror Hound like the last two times I've been at Horror Hound so yeah yeah. They had like yeah no his energy is just crazy too like here's the thing they did such a great job casting that film and and this is you know and I mean even Phil said we will we only pick the right people you know and and Jason as well like they 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 only pick the right people for their their crew and their cast and it shows through because every single person that was cast in that movie was the B person for that role you know no matter how long it took to find them and I think that really on top of, you know, Damien Leone doing such a great job and, and Phil Falcone with the special effects and stuff like that. Like, you know, it just, it was just amazing. It came together great. So if you put your heart, your soul, your blood, your sweat, your tears, your time, everything into a project, that's what happens. You get a project like that. Well, I've said this once, I'll say it a thousand times, is you can have all the money in the world and have a soulless project with no yep. passion behind it. You yeah. can have you know, four guys that raised 1200 bucks to make a movie and they'll put their asses and soul and, and hearts into making that $1,200 movie. Yep. And you know, it's, it's all about passion. Cause I, I know people, you know, like I said, some of my really good friends are directors. Some of my really good friends are actors and actresses and they put so much into this and you, you know, you, you would think that, you know, you're like, you guys should be making, millions you know but yeah they're skimming by like everybody else is and it's, it's... really what you put into it mm -hmm. you know like let, let me say like terry from harlow's haunt he's the writer director of harlow's haunt he literally puts his his soul into that film and to marketing that film and to getting it everywhere that he can get it to be and getting us distribution for the film like he is all day all day typing away messaging away connecting away sharing 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 you know and and that's the thing when you have a group of people that will do that with the project it's priceless because that's going to get it out there more than anything so like you said it doesn't matter if you have a two million dollar budget or a two thousand dollar budget if if you want that project to work it will work and it will get out there you will get it out there yeah and it's it, it's nice because you know I, I know a lot of the independent filmmakers Yes, there's some infighting here and there because you got the one guy who just doesn't get along with another. But as a whole, you get 
actors and actresses that work with groups and whatever, and you got the same yes. moving about and they're all working together to better their art, to better, you know, get this out there to let people know yes. and stuff like that. It's like, I mean, I've been, I, I write scripts when I have downtime, which is very little, but I, I pretend to as well. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have I have notebooks upon notebooks of notes <laughs> and scripts and stuff, partially done scripts and stuff. My problem is is that when I get down to dialogue, when I talk, I, I'm I can talk regularly, but when you yeah, gotta yeah. write it down, you're just like, um, okay. Yeah. Jim, I how are that, you today? Yeah. No, that doesn't sound right. Uh how are you? Oh no, that doesn't sound right either. Exactly like, right, just, yeah. What do you do? Well, I, I wrote a scene with, uh, I, I have all boys. I have four boys. And I wrote a scene about a father talking to a daughter. And um, I always go, when I get my kids, I always kind of give them a headlock. And I'm like, love you. Kiss them on the head. And even my adult sons. I mean, I, I grab them in a headlock. Kiss them. Love you guys. Go. And I was like, would, would a dad do that to his daughter? You know, like, it's like, to yeah. his daughter, like, I love you. Go. And, you know, and I'm like, should is that and I'm like I'm, so I had to ask like my friends with daughters I'm like do, do you and they're like yeah I'm like okay that that fits okay that works that's fine yeah <laughs> and it, here's it's, the difference writers like so Aaron for Doomsday he's like you know what I'm gonna add a scene or whatever and four minutes later he's got five pages I'm like what the where do you come up with this stuff how does it come out like dialogue everything's formatted properly it's already saved and printed. like what what's happening. Because I sit there with a treatment for two hours and I'm like, well, I have one more paragraph, you know, like, I don't know what I'm doing. It, it's, some of these guys can, can just, it flows. It just free yeah. flows. That's like, I cannot work at a computer. I have to work on a notebook because man, if as yeah. soon as I start writing, sometimes it just keeps coming out. Um, what's real bad is I wrote a script and it ended up becoming a whole, like essentially a prose story. So like all that, I was like, I guess I can chop this up and make it a script kind of somehow. <laughs> I'll figure out how to do it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These days no, I get know. to it. Here's the thing. And, I have the uh, whole movie written in my head. Oh, exactly. The whole thing is here. I can see the kill scenes. I can see everything. But when it comes to actually putting it on paper, that's where I fail. I have no idea what I'm doing. So. Yeah. Like, like I've got a script I've been working on for years. Uh, it's called uh, A Hard Woman is Good to Find. And it's basically these two kids are on the run. They end up at this house and it's this former military woman. And she's you know got a big scar. She doesn't talk through the entire thing. But she hey. just, yeah, that's a, that is Lucy. Is that Lucy? That's yeah, cute. That's, Lucy. That's, that's the wife's cat. My cat is. Uh, that's the wife's cat. Hiding up there. He's, okay. That's that's Maze, and my little fat dog is down there. So <laughs> we we have two cats, three dogs, two of them are corgis, and one of them's a mutt. So cute. My, my little my little corgis, and my wife's big mutt dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the pretty kitty. Oh yeah. Is that a she, Scottish hold? Uh, she is just a random. Oh, she just has floppy ears. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, she wants to play. She's like, are we playing? No. She, she just oh, no. wants to see what I'm doing. She comes <laughs> over here to visit, 
and gets to hang out. But as soon as I go to pet her, it's like, no. Don't, no touching. Touch me. No touching. She'll come over and lay on my lap while I'm watching TV, and then I go to pet her, and then she just stares at me like, what are you doing? I'm it's fine. too cute. So. She's too cute. <laughs> she I forgot what we were saying. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, back to make. Ba, 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 ba. Okay. Um, except for, you know, you got a silent character. And the other two people have the, all the dialogue. And I'm like, ah. So I'm like working on that. And then I have the bad guys dialogue and stuff like that. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. it sounds too like cartoony, I guess. I mean, and it's supposed to be a, a pretty brutal, violent movie because, like I said, it's, you know, and uh, I just, I got the story figured out. I got all the death scenes. I got everything figured out. Now I just got to put the dialogue. <laughs> you just got to get the dialogue. Yep. <laughs> I know that's that's the hardest part. It really is. <laughs> so, so do you, do you write movies too? Are you working? Yeah. So I currently have one movie that I'm writing with a friend and actor of mine, or actor friend of mine, um, my best friend Bryden, um, and we're working on something that's really special. So we just need to get the treatment finished. Um, he was working on it this week. I didn't have a lot of time, so we're going to meet in the next couple of weeks and try and get the treatment done, and then. Aaron agreed to help us kind of look over it. Terry said that he would help us look over it too because they're both script writers and we're not. Um, so we'll see what's going on with that. And then um, I do have a pilot episode that I want to film of something as well that I'm working on too. So. Yeah. So, it, and and I, I've, I've been told people really like doing this now with uh, um, do you do anything putting together like any shorts or anything on like YouTube or anything like that? To, to, no, okay. no. So I mean, maybe maybe a year and a half ago, like, so I'm, I'm currently at the stage where shorts aren't going to do me much good. Um, I'm doing the Halloween Death Box Among Us 2 for a few different reasons. One, I love Rick Danford and his entire film family, and I want to work with them again. Um, so I'm going to do that. Two, this, the first movie was amazing. How well done. Like, Salo is amazing. Chuck is amazing on the camera. Like, the, the whole cast and crew is just incredible. So I can't wait to work with them again. Um, but I'm really trying to break into more horror features. Um, and I would like to break into other genres as well. But I'm meeting a lot of people in the horror industry right now. So it's really kind of going. And then I didn't know. But when I got killed, and I'm not going to say what film it's in. But when I got killed and I had to scream, I can scream. So that's going to be a good thing, I think, for people that are looking for someone that can scream. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and to have the range... To be able to, you know, because I've I've looked at your your IMDb you, and you've done lots of different acting roles across the thing. You've got range, yeah. And going into horror, that's going to be a bonus because yeah. you, know, you can be the the victim, you can be the killer, you can be the cop, you can be the 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 mayor of the town, you can be you know all that fun stuff, and you know, and it doesn't look. I out of place because I guess sometimes they'll cast people too young to play like cops and they'll too young to play like, you know, the mayor of the town or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to get in somebody, you know, and like I said, I, I don't want to give nobody's age away, but you know, a, a level of maturity that, that <laughs> looks authentic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, and a lot it. of the horror movies, they want the younger 20s girls with the boobs and everything like that. You know, like, I get it. It's like a thing. But how many times have we done that? You yeah. know, like, it's always the same thing. Young girls and 
whatever. So throw, throw an old bag like me in there or whatever, you know, like, no, I'm not that old, but you know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. mix it up a little bit. Like I'm, yeah. I'm totally down to try something new. And, um, you know, I think that it's good to have that age range. Like you said, like we can't put 22 year old daughter with 26 year old mom. It doesn't, it doesn't work. No. Right. So yeah. we, you really have to kind of be conscious of the age that you're, you're casting, I guess. So, well, yeah. And then, you know, it, it, it's nice because, you know, I, 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 me and my wife were just driving the other day and we had this discussion about like horror movies and stuff like that is mm -hmm. at a certain point, you know, you have the, the 20, early 20 year old girls and stuff like that. But as I'm rapidly approaching old age, I am not attracted to the early 20s, the early 20 years old. Yeah, you're so, now you're losing key audience because yeah. anybody that's you know thirty, like you and me, um, you know we're we're not looking for that. You know we're looking for someone more of a, a mature age. Yeah, you know? yeah. You, yeah. You're looking for you know the the the, it, lack of a better term, um, it, it becomes the the attractive mom, and not the yeah. you know you're not like the hot dog. We can be an aunt too, yeah, right? The hot aunt yeah. or the hot aunt. mom, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's 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 something that they're missing out on, and and yeah. you're like, okay, yeah, all right, yeah. I can see twenty five year olds all day long if I want. Whoop de do, but yeah, an attractive mom, aunt, older, you know, whatever. You're like, yeah. You you see her, you're like, yeah, okay. It's much different. There you and go. It's, so it's funny that we're talking about like age and stuff. So um, I recently, I, I bothered the crap out of uh, Scott Goldberg. Um, and you know, he's he did Forest Hills, right? The Forest Hills. You're familiar with that one? The Forest Hills. Yes. Okay, Wait look that up. So he's got Shelley Duvall, Dee Wallace, Edward Furlong on the yes, cast. Yes, yes, um, yes, Chico yes. Mendez. Yep, yeah. yep, that's the one I thought it was, yes. He, yeah, he was filming some pickup scenes. And um, I've been following Scott since he like first announced the movie a, a, long, a long while back. And I pop in on his Instagram live sometimes. And he popped in on one of mine one time. And, um, you know, he's just a really cool freaking guy, you know? So I'm like, I need to work with this guy sometime. That's what I kept thinking to myself. And Horse Hills was done. Like, I didn't. Not in a million years did I ever think that I could get into the Forest Hills. So that being said, um, you know, just kind of following and supporting the project and sharing. And he needs to, to film some pickup scenes. And he started casting for it. And um, like he posted, first he posted, I need a doctor and a, and a doctor's wife or something like that. And I was like, oh, me or something, right? So I messaged him. He's like, oh, no, we lost location or something. And then he messaged me and asked me if I would be able to play a specific kind of role. I said, absolutely. Do you want me to send in a tape? Then later that day, no, we're not going to go with that. And then he posted another one. We're looking for a cop and cult members. So I'm like, okay, I'll be a cult member. Let me be a cult member. He's like, you're too young and you're too pretty. I'm like, wait, hold on. So I went, I'll leave myself up, right? And I sent him pictures. He's like, still too pretty. I was like, shit, I'm never going to get in this film. <laughs> so the next day or two, he posts, um, he, he posts uh, looking for a mom in her 50s and a daughter in her 20s. And I messaged him. I was like, all right. I'm like, I'm going to try again. I'm like, how about a mom that can play in her 40s and a daughter that's a high teenager? And he was like, I don't know. Send me pictures or whatever. So I sent him some pictures. Um, so long story short, I know it was already a long story. Uh, he cast me as the mom and my friend Jima, uh, Jean Marie Rios. Um, I, she was in my first acting class in September 2021. And we've been like besties since. 
So he cast us both and we went out there, literally left a couple hours later to drive to Georgia to film in the morning. We got there at like three o'clock in the morning. We had to be on set at 11, like stayed in this. If you ever seen Supernatural, like all the dumpy motels that you see in Supernatural, we literally stayed in one of those. Like we may have gotten a disease. I'm not sure. Like it was bad. I'm not going to say where it is because I'm not going to bad name it. But it was like, it was really bad. So we get on set and I'm just like, you know, a ray of bubbly sunshine. I'm so happy to finally be working with Scott and on this film too, like, and everybody on set and I'm getting really off topic. I don't care, but everybody on set was amazing. Um, Scott Hansen, we filmed at his house and he's got this beautiful, like these beautiful koi ponds in the backyard that he like, he built himself. You can see it on his Facebook. Um, and it's just it's such a serene, like backyard. I just want to meditate back there. And he's got all these bees and everything. And I love you. We have to save the bees. The bees are so important. Um, anyway, so we filmed at his house and um, I the, the crew and the cast, I mean, just amazing. Absolutely amazing. His direction is incredible. Um, I, I saw a piece of, of the scene and I think it came out so good. Like, I'm, I'm just so excited to be a part of that project. But um, met some really cool people, made some good connections and actually have a couple of friends. Um, you know, I met someone that lives in Florida, which I don't know a lot of people that live in Florida, believe it or not. A lot of people that I meet are like New York. Um, there's a lot of North Carolina, South Carolina, some Atlanta, um, but Jacob, um, Jacob Fuller, I met and he's just amazing. He was the first AC. So hopefully we can link up and work on some, some projects here in Florida. I think it would be really cool. Um, just to, you know, kind of get things going, but yeah, like how freaking cool persistent though. I was persistent. Yeah. And I got it, but thank Very you, good. Scott, if he watches. <laughs> Anyways, that's my story. It's it's nice. It, it is it's really cool to be able to network and get out there and find people that are passionate, just as passionate as you are. And I mean, I can tell you are just oh man, you're 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 bubbly. You're you're super happy to be talking to even just me, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it, it's just nice to be able to. Um, you know, find people who love what they're doing, you know, continue to love what they're doing, finding better ways to improve what they're doing. And, you know, yes. you can tell that for you, it's not a job. It's that, what is it, you know, find your passion and make it your job. But I yeah. say when you make it your job, it's kind of loses some of its passion. Uh, it's just going to stay my passion and hopefully I can pay bills with it. That's the way I put it. There yeah. you go. I don't ever need yacht, yacht kind of money. If I ever had that much money, it's going towards like breast cancer research and saving animals and like, you know, a, a bunch of other stuff. Or I'm going to invest it in indie films, like find, find people just starting out and invest in their films and like just keep creating with it. You know, like that's that's the plan. We got to keep creating. Keep paying it forward. It's, it's yeah. Keep moving it forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you, you should get a hold of. Uh, um, Sean Burkett and Ryan Stacy, they're local and they're putting some movies together here in Ohio. So, okay. Yeah. But uh, I just got an agent in Ohio actually too. Sweet. Yeah. So, but no, get, send me the contact information when we're done yeah. here for them and I'll reach out to them. Yep. Cause I know, hey. I know they're casting two movies right now. So, okay. Yeah. I would, I would totally go. Yeah. I'm, I'm open to traveling anywhere. Um, you know, as, as long as it covers me getting there or whatever, or pays enough for me to, to be there and stuff like that, like, let's work. So, 
Yeah. Um, we're, and hopefully, fingers crossed, we have our convention now. It's, no. June is our spring convention, and then we're hoping to do our November convention again, and hopefully that will go to two conventions. Uh, it's called Pickle Comic Con. It's my little hometown. I put this whole thing together. We, we, we're at a mall, so we have, you know, dealer comp dealers. Um, uh, I have uh, a couple direct, like I had a director friend of mine come up and he was talking about his movies. I had a special effects friend, uh, one of our shows. He brought all this stuff up, brought up his friend's severed head that he had. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, cool. <laughs> hopefully, I have a friend that's uh in atlanta now she'll be back plan is that she'll be back for june and we're gonna take and i'm gonna take my projector tv we're gonna show one of her movies and then people can talk to her about the movie once it's done so oh, that's cool i love it that's a plan and yeah you're more than welcome once that once we get this to come up and and hang out and do all that fun stuff and and that sounds uh, good I don't, I I'm don't working know. on getting a convention manager because I would love to do conventions. Um, you know John Dugan, right? John Original Dugan. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yes. Papa yes. Sawyer. Yeah. yeah. So I, he was my scene partner in Harlow's Haunt. And at New Jersey Con, I went and I hung out by his table for a bit. And we had little mini Harlow's Haunt posters. And I got to sign my first few autographs ever. So, like, that's that's definitely goals to to create something where people actually want to come and meet you. Like, how how amazing is that? You know, like, there's literally there's nothing better than to know that you you have done something that has touched so many people in such a way that they're like i i need to have you sign this because it was so badass you know what i'm saying oh, <laughs> it's, so it, it's it's bad because uh i did my first convention last september as a guest i've been a comic book dealer i've been the guy selling stuff but i was actually invited as a guest yeah casting for my my other shows and I had nothing to take. I had no merchandise, no nothing. I got my table. And um, I end up setting with uh, um, what I call the Hellraiser guys. Um, but it was Gary Tunnicliffe, uh, Mike Regan, Paul Taylor. Those were the guys that worked on Hellraiser. Um, uh, Daniel, I'm going to draw Blanco's last name. He was Grandpa Munster in the Rob Zombie's Monsters. Uh, Okay. Um, I don't know his name either. Um, Butch Patrick was there. I got to talk with him. I got to talk with David Naughton from America, uh, American World for London. Okay. I got to talk to um, uh, Bonnie Morgan. Uh, she was Samara in Ring 2 and The Rings. Um, okay. She's the contortionist. Um, yeah. But I got... What I got a cool talent, huh? She's sitting there, she goes, and she puts her arms, she's like, and she pulls them back. I'm like, oh, how do you do I wish I could do that. I've cracked my back real quick. Like, <laughs> It's it's bad. I got, I got to go to the gym to get my back to pat, crack. I got to sit on the machine, like, let's watch crack. And it's like, my buddy goes, was that you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, But I hung out with those people, but there's this one guy, he's sitting over at my booth. And I had uh, my show running on the on the computer on the screen, and he's staring at that, and he looks at me. They stares back at the TV, and he stares back at me. He goes, "You're Captain Cartoon." I went, 
yes, yes, I am. Yes, that's me. That's He's like, that's me. He goes, I watch your show every Saturday. I'm like, thank you. That is so cool. Some random <laughs> dude in Virginia knew who I was. So I was like, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I, I started, I actually got to the point where I now get legit physical fan mail. Like, That's so cool. People still st send letters. I have them. I still got them. I have them. One and I love, you're so excited. Like your whole, your, your whole face lit up. You're like, I'm kidding. Like, that, and that's how we should be like. Exactly. I, no. Yeah. Like how cool is that? You know? Yeah. Gosh. I, I went from being a, a, uh, you know, comic book store owner, dad of four, husband just chilling out to uh, hanging out, make, putting together stuff. And then I do my do the podcast and I do the other shows. And it just kept building and building and building. And then yeah. I had somebody contact me about legitimately being in a movie. And they're like, well, you have a built-in audience with your shows. And I'm like, I, I guess that's a thing. Yeah. I, I <laughs> Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if things go out right, I, I might be in another movie. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so um, with, with with all the upcoming movies you got, um, have you ran into where you, you're just too busy? Like no. you had to turn roles? To, okay. No. So, and this here's the thing. So I have nothing to do this month coming up in May. Um, I have nothing to film in May, so I I want to film, and I can't find any projects. So it's like, yeah, like how weird is that, right? Um, and then June, I just have I have two in June. Um, I'm gonna be filming uh, the Halloween Death Walks Among Us two, and then that'll be on the third, and then I'm gonna leave on the fifth or the sixth. I go to um, Georgia, and I'm only there for a week, and then I have the rest of the month. I have nothing, and all of my other projects, I don't. There's no film dates yet, so really. Um, I'm very busy just auditioning, you know, auditioning, networking, going to, to conventions and networking um, and trying to get into some more, some more movies, you know? So, man, yeah, I, I need, I need, I need somebody like you that be local so I can be like, all right, you got nothing to do. You're going to be on the show this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 would, I would use, I would use somebody like that, like constantly. <laughs> and, um. But yeah, I I would totally I I'm I would I'm horrible. I'd I'd totally take advantage of like we need you for commercials. Uh we need you And <laughs> <laughs> if they're paid, I'll come up and do them. Like if you have like three projects at a time, like I could just come out for a couple of days and just do the projects. So just let yeah. me know. We could we could work out something cuz then I could yeah. uh, bring up cuz I I'm I'm hoping to shoot commercials for my shop this summer. Uh I want to a little project I'm kind of working on. I'd like to yeah. get that started. Um, and the nice part about that is it's more of an anthology. So I don't have to have everybody at once. Okay. I can have multiple people at, you know, like, okay, we got you, we shoot all your stuff. Boom. You can go off. And then I got to bring in another person to play the different character. And boom. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that would be perfect. Yeah. So just, yeah, let me know. I'm always down. I'm always down to work. So yeah, I would much rather be on set than sitting at home. <laughs> hey, are you one of the people that just has to have something to do all the time? Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to be busy. So here's the thing. I, I realized how, how short life really is, right? 
And when we're laying around doing nothing, nothing's getting done. And you're not, I mean, there's so many things that I want to do. There's so many adventures that I want to go on. There's so many, you know, people to still meet and places to see and, and productions to work on and people to help. And just, there's just too much to do. You know, there's too much to do to be like stagnant, you know? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. I, that's, that's the way I look at it. I would rather, you know, like, even if it just paid for me to, to just go somewhere, I would rather do that and be working than sitting at home, you know? So, yeah. and it's always a learning experience every time oh, yeah. you, you, even if it's something small, you're still learning. Yeah. And, and, and it, here's the thing. Like if I'm on set, if I'm done filming, where do you need me? Like put me anywhere. Cause I'm going to watch, I'm going to observe, I'm going to absorb and I'm going to help as much as I can, you oh, know? Yeah. So right. throw me somewhere, you know, that's, that's my motto. That's, or a team. that's, that's what I did. I've, I've, been in two movies and one i was just an extra one but they're like we're done with it we're done with you i'm like okay what do you need well we're going to film this you need me i'll be there i end up being a grip on another part of a movie and yeah gonna care helping with the camera crew i end up being uh helping with uh cleaning up all the makeup and stuff and one because i was uh did you talk about being a cult member i was a cult member yeah <laughs> how fun right like Listen, I will totally like, obviously fake, you know, slit bunny rabbits open and cover myself in blood. Like I'm not, they're not, I'm not afraid to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. He looks at me. So like I was typecast like as a soccer mom, right? Like, but I'm telling you, I could, I could kill, I could do it. Like it's, I, I know I could in films, right? Not in real life, but it's like you, you get typecast as a specific thing and it's like, okay, well, that's why I get killed all the time. Like everybody kills me because I'm, you know, mom or sister or whatever. But it's okay. It is what it is. I'll, I'll keep. I'll keep taking those roles too, and the other ones will come. So eventually, you'll become the uh, Jamie Lee Curtis Mother's Day. Uh, the the oh wow the the the, the uh, uh, crazy obsessive mom that's <laughs> does everything. I would, I would totally do that. Anything Jamie Lee Curtis. She's the original Scream Queen. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. What yeah. was it, uh, uh, like a year or so ago, uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence goes, oh, well, there was no strong female leads, you know, action. Yeah, leads. yeah, yeah. I saw I'm that. Like, that was, that I was, was like, like Jamie Lee Curtis and Sigourney like, Weaver just standing off to the side like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, you, you started that? Okay. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver is something different, too. I, that's one people. There's not a lot of people on this earth that I would cry if I met, and she's one of them. She is definitely one of them. Um, I own the original box copy of Alien and Aliens on VHS, like the original first release of both. Um, I'm not saying they're in mint condition anymore, but I, I do own them. And um, I could recite word for word both movies. So, yeah, definitely don't screw with Sigourney. My wife hates it because we'll be sitting there watching Aliens and I'll just keep just talking and I'll keep line for line. She's just like, you can shut up. <laughs> so we yeah. yeah. That's why I'll be like in the kitchen, like making coffee or whatever, and I'll just be like, "Yeah, get in there. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go." And then just shut up. Okay, sorry. You know, like I just I know each one. I hope well, you're right. I really do. It's uh. Well, we had the other discussion the other day that the the true villain of uh, aliens is not the alien. It's not the um. It's not the queen. It's Carter Burke. It's the stupid sleazy corporate guy that is the truth. <laughs> if we've learned anything from the alien, it's actually, movie, the Wayland Corporation yeah. in general—that's that's, that's who the bad guy is. Yes, 
But um, but yeah, Burke is definitely. Are you kidding me? He was gonna freeze everybody and ship them back. Like what a. <laughs> His death was amazing, though. Yeah, who, Paul Reiser. Who would ever guess that he would be such a swarthy villain in a movie? Yeah, and you never would. And that's what you just don't understand. Like, actors are so diverse. Like, we can do so many different things that you don't think we can do. And oh, yeah. he's, he's just a perfect example of that, you know? I, I have a friend. She can be – she's an actress. She's been everything from the um, – cute girl next door the victim she's been the the hero she's done western she's been the monster in a movie so they did her in the full makeup but she was the yeah. monster and i was like that's awesome when you can go from point a to point b and yes. uh, it's a uh, one of my favorite b actresses was uh is tiffany sheffis you know who tiffany is yeah yeah and i met tiffany forever ago i used to talk to her all the time because we were we were almost always at the same conventions together and uh she was one of the ones that could go from the cute girl next door and then she's the monster in the next movie and that's so cool i love that yeah <laughs> i mean put the latex on me let's go like i'm i would be i'd so be ready for that it's so cool i dread latex that stuff sucks <laughs> i didn't know I, love, I loved having special effects makeup put on me like yeah, it's, I, I, I think a, it's so cool. I did a zombie shoot years ago for a magazine, and um, we go in there, and I'm cleaning the makeup off, and I'm pulling it off, and uh, I grab it, and I go to pull it without putting the mineral oil or nothing like that, so I'm sitting there, my face is stretched way out, and I'm like, I need to rethink uh, this. I need to rethink no. So then I go get the mineral oil, and I start peeling it all off. Now and, it peels off, not your yeah. actual face, but the... <laughs> And then, and then I made a mistake because I had the beard, but the beard was only maybe about maybe about this long at the time. Okay. And so I had blood, and I had it down in my beard. And then I was like, "Oh, now I got to get that out. Oh, that's gonna suck so bad." So my beard was red for like a week. So <laughs> now it'd be oh real my gosh. mostly gray. Now it'd be bright red if I ever got blood. <laughs> uh, uh. So, um. Before we go here, um, I got to ask you the questions. Uh, where can people find you? On yeah, so I'm on Instagram and Facebook, Crystal Gorski. Pretty easy to find, and then my website is crystalgorski.com. So, yes, I'm I'm fairly fairly out there. Actors Access is also Crystal Gorski. So, and um, is there any? Uh, do you have any merch or anything available yet? Not yet, no. Not yet. So I had someone actually email me and ask me how to get an autographed picture. So I'm thinking about setting that up on my website. Um, yeah, and maybe like having some of my headshots available. So, so you, soon. Need have, you need to have signed autographed headshots. That's what <laughs> I do have some merch up on my Twitch store, but I haven't streamed in a while. I used to stream my games, um, and that's Radia, twitch.tv slash Radia. So if anyone wants to go to my Twitch and follow me, they can. <laughs> Everybody keeps telling me to do Twitch. I'm like, I do all these other things. I don't want to yeah, add Yeah, you do that too. So you have to take your Twitch and then you record your Twitch and then you clip your Twitch and put that on YouTube. So that way you're, and then take your YouTube and clip that and put it on your Instagram and your TikTok and, you know, so it's all clip it and clip it and clip it and share. Clip, 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 clip. Well, what's, what's real bad is, is now everybody's like, well, you need to do this. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't want to do 
more I Instagram. Don't do I don't want to do more TikTok. I don't want to. It's like, ah. Uh, and now it was like, no, I got to go because I've got enough Patreons. I got to do something for actually do something for my Patreons. Yeah, now you need something fun. So now I got to get on it. Cool. I'm, I'm designing T-shirts right now. And That's awesome. People, I go, people want T-shirts with my face on it? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, hey. That's so cool. <laughs> I don't want my face. Why the hell would I want a T-shirt? <laughs> uh, don't question it. <laughs> yes, I'm going for it. That's, that's just Look, it. I'll, I'll put me just like this on a T-shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm if it sounds, do... let me know. Take, take a screenshot. Let's try it. <laughs> try T-shirts. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm mocking up one now that my one T-shirt's going to look like an old uh, uh, like '80s uh, concert T-shirt. So <laughs> that's fun. I like that. Well, something different. So. Um, yeah, but uh, this has been a blast. You are so much fun to talk to. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I, I I need like another like I just need like two hours where we can just talk and be just so great. <laughs> um, Anytime. So as long as I'm not doing auditions or on set or whatever, we can chat. Yeah, let's yeah, hop yeah. on. Yeah, just so you can uh, record if anything fun comes out of it. Use it for your channel. <laughs> that's right. We can just. <laughs> Edit, drop it in there. Best yeah. of show. There we go. Boop. <laughs> yeah. Look at this messed up stuff Crystal said this week. You know? <laughs> See, there you so go. If you like, want a co host or something for a day or so, like we can, I'll pop on with you too. So, yeah, yeah definitely. We, we got some stuff coming up. I got, I got a, another interview ah, Tuesday, and then I am kind of don't have anything planned after Tuesday, which is weird. Some, something will come up. You're going to get yeah, something. That's, that's just it. Something always yeah. comes up. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have you back on. Yeah, we can talk with somebody else. We can have you as a co-host. That would be so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love that. I'd yeah. love that. So, yeah. Um, I have, um, I don't know if you ever do like um, interviews with like maybe some of the cast and crew from some movies coming up to like promote them and stuff like that. But I can get with some of the productions that I'm working with and see how many people would want to come on, maybe like four people or something. Yeah, definitely. And just like talk definitely. about the film. Definitely. Um, okay. I'm planning, I'm planning one with uh, uh, three other people. Um, Cause yeah. I got the special effects and then two actresses, but literally I don't know when they're going to have the downtime cause they're. Yeah. They're busy. So yep. Um, yeah, we're, for the Woodman, we're all kind of just like in limbo until, you know, June 5th or 6th or whatever when we all go out to Georgia. So, yeah, it'd be good to, to kind of promote it. So, sweet, let me know. Sweet. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That way we can have it ready to go before you guys and then have it drop that week or whatever. Yeah, and we're going to run an Indiegogo campaign. So, if you could like post the link on there. That would be super helpful. Yep, I've, I've done that with a lot of people. So, given the, awesome. the, yeah. the Indiegogo. So, but. Uh, Very cool. All right, well, I'm going to let you go.